Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is May 22nd, 2019. I have a lot of thoughts going through my head as normal, so I'm not really sure what this update is about, Um, but I can start with saying that yesterday was actually a very successful eating day. Um, I managed to eat a whole bowl of loaded apple pie oatmeal, um, chicken pot pie for lunch, and split pea soup and rice for dinner. Um, All of that is from scratch. Those are all my own recipes. Um, If you're interested, let me know. I'd love to share them. I am working on the cookbook right now. I don't know if that's like an official announcement. I'm not sure if I've mentioned that before, but I am writing a cookbook um, based on the diet that I've been developing for the past three years, maybe almost four years, um, working on um, the specific style of eating. And so I'll be working um, on that on and off. Uh, the recipes are mostly put together, but I want to finish them. And, uh, yeah, so that's going on. And I got to eat yesterday for the first time. I don't think I've eaten three full meals in a couple of weeks. I'm not sure if I hit my calorie goals, um, but I ate more than I usually do. And so that feels really good. Um, in other news, Thomas and I rearranged our living room. Um, which means nothing to you that have never been here, but the feelings behind it are that when we first moved in with my grandparents, um, it was temporary. We were just going to be here for a few months. We had been homeless and Thomas was going to get a job and then we were going to get an apartment. Well, if any of you live around Seattle, finding a job that can afford two people, um, a comfortable life and an apartment is impossible. Um, when you're starting from homelessness. So we it's taken us two and a half years to get to the point where we are saving now, um, but we still don't make enough to rent a place. And so that definitely has us thinking about what's next for us. And we've, we were supposed to be here for two months. We've been here for over two and a half years. And yeah, almost three years. And I guess I don't know when we're leaving. I think a lot of this show is me talking about how I don't know things. Um, but I was talking to Thomas about it yesterday that, well, we have a beautifully furnished over thousand square foot apartment, one bedroom apartment, and I'm not eager to leave. Um, oh, about the rearranging. When we first moved in, um, we just kind of squirreled ourselves in to a corner, in, like into the bedroom and try to take up this little room as possible. But over the years, um, we've started taking up more space and rearranging. And now we have um, a kitchen that we've set up in the main room and our office in the main room and all of that. And now I finally feel like I, I guess I would say I've taken over the whole room. Um, It's still a multi-use space. It's still where we have the family gatherings and where the grandparents have events, unless they're doing them upstairs. Um, there's still a little kid section with toys, and um, it's not just our space, um, but it finally feels like I'm utilizing every inch of it, and that I I feel moved in for the for the most part. And um, I I really do love living here, and as we've lived here, um, gotten closer to grandma and grandpa, and 
I think a lot of people have assumed when I say that, you know, grandma and grandpa take care of us and we take care of them, that they are somehow not able to take care of themselves. And I don't really think that that's totally true. As they're getting older, um, there are more things that um, they're asking us to do, but I'm not really sure that they couldn't do them, but that they're just asking for help, which I think is good. Um, but I guess I bring this up because I'm a little bit nervous now about moving out. Um, I'm not really afraid for like their health or their safety. I'm, I don't think they're going to like fall or get too sick or anything like that. But just on a almost daily basis, I help with something, um, whether it's uh, their retirement or their mortgage, um, a bill, buying something, sourcing something, um, figuring something out, electronic, uh, fixing the printer. Grandma probably hands me her cell phone three or four days a week to fix something or do something or send something or find something. Um, and so these, this is, it's subtle. I, I'm not doing their chores or feeding them or anything, but um, there's just certain things that I do almost every day for them that I'm happy to. It's, I'm contributing my skill set to this house, um, but I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen when we aren't here and the older that they get and the more that I'm kind of encouraging healthy behavior and things like that. Um, it's just something that as a family, we're probably going to have to talk about and think about um, when Thomas and I move out. Um if we end up moving away or even if we move to just the other side of town, um, things are going to change and the family is going to need to be aware of that. Um, I'm not sure if my family is aware of truly what the dynamic is right now. Um, I don't even know if it's truly explicit, but it's something that I've been thinking about. And we were really eager to move out and get an apartment of our own because we thought that Thomas was going to be working full time from home as well. And so we had these plans to set it up. It's like this recording studio and we were going to do mukbangs in the kitchen and do our podcast and video and he was going to be doing a podcast and everything. And there was a lot more point in having like a physical space of our own that um, we could do whatever we needed to, including production in. But um, now that we know it's more likely that he's going to continue working a full-time job indefinitely um, and continue like finding new ones or getting promoted or we may move for his work, um, things like that. It's pretty clear that when and if we get a place of our own, um, like an apartment, one day we do, we still have the plan that we want to build our own home um, and have a house and have a community there and maybe even have a family or raise something. Plants and animals also count. Um, but for now, the next step being moving out of my grandparents' house and into an apartment Um I guess I should just be honest and say that that plan is seeming less appealing because I live with three other people and I'm alone most of the time already. So if we move into an apartment, I'm going to be alone like all the time. Um, and I've also, other than this podcast and maybe some other productions that I'm doing, we're no longer really planning on trying to produce a lot of our income from content. If that sentence made any sense. Um, there's going to be other things going on. And so plans are changing, um, needs are changing, and I'm already extremely lonely. I'm honestly worried about my depression if we move and we're even more isolated than we currently are. 
because at least right now I see my grandparents pretty much every day. My cousins come by, my, my mom and stepdad come by, aunts and uncles, family, friends. I see people. Um, I'm nervous about moving into an apartment because of new things, like maybe the neighbors will be noisy or scented or things like that, which is going to make the situation hard and I may lose some of the progress that I've made. Um, and I'm also just worried about being lonely. I do have a vision of one day having a house and letting people be able to come and visit and stay um, and building up more of a community around us and hosting more dinner parties. And I really do want that community. Um, right now, I don't have the energy to maintain and build that sort of um, experience. And um, to touch back on the sense, um, this house is completely unscented. Grandma and grandpa, I don't even think that they have scented things in the house anymore. Maybe a few cleaning supplies like Windex or something, but for the most part, there's no scented products in the house. This place is a miracle. <laughs> it is an oasis um, for my nervous system and my, uh, what is it, the, your amygdala and the rest of your, um, you know, different parts of your nervous system that keep you safe. Um, when I get overstimulated with fragrances, I revert back to some really bad mental symptoms and things like that. And so living in a space that's totally fragrance-free and maintained um, is why I'm doing so much better. Um, and bless them, people in my life are still figuring out how to be um, unscented. I created with Thomas um, a website called scentneutrality.org. And it will teach you how to go scent free and there's products on it and not all the links are still live because um, I built it a few years ago. But for the most part, if you, if you go on Amazon, you can find almost any replacement for a product that you're currently using um, in a fragrance-free form. Um, my mom is still trying to figure out how to transition away from fragrance products and tries to use unscented products um, when she's near me. But because she still uses scented products when she's not near me, it's still kind of on her and stuff. And so it's a transition. I feel loved. I know that people are trying, but it's more complicated um, of an accommodation than most people uh, ever have had to try and accomplish. And so we do it one step at a time. I have scentneutrality.org. Um, but for right now, I live in one of the only oases in the world that is scent-free, and I'm not jumping to leave yet and live more isolated and pretend potentially threaten that safety. So um, things are going really well. And I guess I'll leave you there for now. Goodbye.